Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is Monday morning. It is Dr. Sashin and this is the Bliss Report. How's it going? Hopefully you had a good weekend. Hopefully you are, if you are in the United States, you are in a four-day weekend. Um, and so you have, oops, sorry about that, some time off this weekend. And that's a great thing, right? That's fantastic in the sense that we want to enjoy some time because usually people are working really hard and they've had a long week. And you know what? It's been a long year. 2021 has been a long year. So if you, again, if you're in the States, hopefully you are enjoying a day off uh, this Monday morning. So it's Health Monday here at the Bliss Report talking about all things, getting your body your skin, your hair, your nails, your internal functioning in order and making sure that we are keeping ourselves healthy because we cannot be fantastic and fabulous over 40 if we are not also fit. And fit can be anything that it needs to be for you. And health does not just include physical, it also includes mental and emotional. So today we're going to be talking about the danger of low expectations. And you may not think this is important for your health, but it's actually truly important for understanding your purpose, which leads us to more more opportunities to be happy in achieving that purpose, which leads to a better and more well-rounded life, which in turn enhances our lives and brings us more joy, which at the Bliss Report is what we are all about here is getting to that state of joy. So the danger of low expectations, that's what we're going to knock out today in our Bliss Report. So whether you are listening to me on the treadmill over your first cup of coffee, your second cup of tea, or whatever you're drinking, your OJ at the gym, in the car, in your ears, whatever the case is. Tune up, tune in, and let's talk. The doctor's in. All right, let's talk about this. Uh, well, first, we have to do a quick word from our sponsor, which will be Anchor this morning. And um, this this episode is also going to be sponsored by, or is sponsored by, Audible because ladies and gentlemen out there in listenership land, we are on Amazon Music and we are on Audible Podcast. So a big congratulations out there to those who are listening. Thank you so much. We are we're able to get our uh, put the podcast put on the platform of Amazon Music. Really exciting. Um, really, really exciting here at the podcast to be able to reach more people, the opportunity to serve more people with the message and to, yeah, just get more reach. So if you are not currently a supporter of the podcast, please um, subscribe. And if you would like to get premium content, um, more content than what's just available to the public, become a paid subscriber for $9.99 a month. It's a fantastic deal. Uh, and if nothing, if, if that's too much for you, then a one-time um, a one-time gift to the podcast was also fantastic because we always need to be upgrading our equipment so we can bring you more and better. And we'd like to get onto YouTube, but we need to get a better camera. Anyway, okay. So um, yeah, so thank you. We are now on Amazon Music and Audible. And so uh, there will be an affiliate link for... Audible for you to sign up for an Audible subscription. If you do not already have one, I have an Audible subscription. I don't know about you. My life gets really busy and having the opportunity to listen to books as well. I love to read, but sometimes I can't physically put my hands on the book and and take it with me. So having Audible in my ear is a really great way to read some of the books that I want to read without having to stop because I'm always on the go, which I'm sure you are as well. Okay, so right back after a word from Anchor and then we'll get to the topic. All right, everyone. So... That's a lot of stuff to get to in the first few minutes. We've got to figure out a way to condense that down. 
here's the thing, the danger of low expectations. Y'all, let's talk about this. Sorry, I'm trying to put my notes down. I was listening this morning, I listen every morning to something inspirational, something motivational, something that to kind of give me a little push. I'm really good about internally motivating myself to do lots of things, but you know, we all need a good thing in our ear. So hopefully I'm that good thing in your ear in the morning. But what I, what I want to talk about this morning is a lot of our health, a lot of our health decisions, both mental health, emotional health, and physical health are predicated or excuse me, not predicated, but are are grounded on low expectations for return. And what I'm going to talk about briefly this morning is the idea that we put a lot of, of talk and chatter into motivation, inspiration, law of expect uh, law of attraction and expectation. But the but the problem becomes that our actual expectations in our being in our body are low. And when you begin from a place of low expectation, you are millions of millions and millions of times less likely to achieve the things that you need to achieve, to achieve the goals that you've set out for yourself. And so we're talking about this idea that the lower your expectations are, the less likely you are to achieve the things that you set out to achieve. Let me say that to you again. The lower your expectations are, the less likely you are to achieve the things that you've set out to achieve. Now, you can change your life in an instant, in an instant. And that means changing your chemistry. And I'm a big science person. So I believe in the law of attraction from the scientific perspective. I also believe in it from the metaphysical perspective, too. Don't get me wrong, but they work together. So metaphysical you know, beyond physical, I believe in both the meta and the physical. So we're going to talk today about the physical, the science behind the, the, the idea of being happy and instantly changing, changing your life. And what I want you to think about is, um, if you don't understand how your low expectations are are literally sabotaging your happiness every single day, then you probably think that bad things just happen to you. You probably think that, oh, some people are just lucky. Some people are just fortunate. Some people are just blessed. And I'm not going to tell you that some people aren't just lucky, fortunate, or blessed because I wouldn't lie to you like that. What I am going to say is it has a lot less to your success has a lot less to do with them and a lot more to do with what you expect out of yourself, what you expect out of your life, what you expect. And you know how I know we have these low expectations? about our, our success at things because, and I've been guilty of this, so I'm going to be perfectly transparent here. There are, I have had any number of personal trainers in the past, any number of them. <laughs> and I've done, I've been on a journey of health and, and, and feeling good. My, probably my entire life. Um, I have been more serious at other times at, at certain times and less serious at others. But in the past few years, I've gotten real serious about it. Again, this is not the first time, but I've gotten serious about it again. But at any point in time, I've had any number of trainers uh, in my life say one simple thing. Sashin, you simply need to drink more water. And at one point, I remember this trainer, um, this is going to date me a little bit, but I used to have a trainer at Gold's Gym. His name was Igor, so stereotypical bodybuilder. Um, but he said to me, I'm going to make you drink three gallons of water a day. And I was like, you have lost your ever-loving, well, I was not quite as kind, but I was like, you've lost your mind. And so I decided because my expectations were very low that drinking that much water could have any real impact on me. Now that may have not been a conscious low expectation, but you could see it in my behaviors because he gave me three gallons of water. I didn't have to go buy them. He wanted me to drink three gallons of spring water. And he was determined that if he could get me to just drink the three gallons of water every single day, that I would be light years ahead of where I, where I thought I could get to in the time that we had together. 
Well, I decided that I drank enough water. So I would drink like a gallon of water. And I just didn't tell him because I was in my head, I was like, this isn't going to work. I had very low expectations that actually drinking the amount of water that a body actually needs every day. And I've talked about this last week in the podcast about how much water you actually need. And there's a bonus episode on the podcast, if you subscribe, talking about the kinds of water that you could be drinking and how to mix it up so you can get some variety in your water. Okay, anyway, I digress. Um, But my low expectation about water was that there's no way, first of all, I was like, I'm drinking enough water. I don't know what's wrong with you. But I really wasn't. But my other the other piece to this was I had very low expectations that any of that was going to work to get me to what I wanted because what I wanted to be was faster, leaner and stronger. But I didn't want to get there by drinking water. Like what what water? Really? Water. Mm-mm. So I had very low expectations that water was going to do anything for me. So I started out, I drank the first day I drank three gallons of water. I went to the bathroom. I cannot even remember how many times I think I lost count. And I was like, this is crazy. Nobody does this. I don't think that anybody actually drinks water. This is not going to work. He's, he's nuts. Now, mind you, he's working in Gold's Gym. He has a degree in exercise physiology. He, he's doing the thing. I no degree in exercise physiology. I just know my body and what I don't want to be doing, which is going to the bathroom every five minutes. So I decided to drink a gallon of water a day, not three gallons of water, a gallon, because I figure if it's going to work on three, it's going to work on one. Here's a side note about the power of low expectations. What, what we tend to do is we rationalize our low expectations into being the best possible choice for us. Because if we rationalize our low expectations into being the best possible choice for us, then our belief doesn't have to, to change about who we are. Oh, let me give you that word again. If we can rationalize our low expectations and we make them the, the, the litmus test by which we're going to judge everything else. We don't have to change our beliefs about us. I believed that I was drinking enough water. I believed that I was drinking enough water to be healthy and that we just needed to do, we needed to work me more. We needed to get my muscles, blah, 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 lose the fat, da, 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 all kinds of stuff. I believed that about myself, that I was already healthy, drinking enough healthy water, that I set the expectation very low that drinking more water would help. And you know what? didn't change a darn thing. But I also wasn't drinking as much water as he told me to because I didn't believe that I needed to because my expectations were low that water was actually going to do anything worthwhile. Hmm. Fast forward. Uh, By the way, he he busted me out because he said, I know that you're telling me that you're drinking three gallons of water a day, but I know that you're not. Because if you were, by the time you hit this gym, you would have to hit the bathroom every single time. If you drank three gallons of water, even if you had the, the two gallons in you, you would be hitting that, hit the door and you'd be like, I have to go to the bathroom uh, and I, I, my expectation is that that's going to happen and never happens with you, which tells me very clearly that you are not drinking as much water as you need to because you're sweating out, sweating out, sweating out, but you're not, you're not putting it back in. And he wasn't wrong. He was totally right because I believed what I felt to be true about myself was actually the truth about the situation and it wasn't. So fast forward to now. Guess who's drinking three gallons, almost, almost three gallons of water a day. Yeah, well, we do get smarter as we age or so they keep telling me. So what does that mean, though? What that means is I could have instantly changed my health by virtue of believing and setting a higher expectation for the information that was given to me and for my behavior. Okay, because when we set a low expectation, we moderate our behavior to 
fit the expectation because we expect the outcome. We expect a certain outcome. And the lower the expectation is, the, the lower our behavior has to get so that we meet that outcome. And that's where belief comes into play. And I mean, when we're talking about the danger of low expectations, what we're really talking about is the danger of, of non-positive belief systems. And that to our health is so detrimental. We can see the impacts of that all around us. We can see it in our diet, the way we consume our food. We can see it in how much we exercise or don't exercise. We can see it everywhere. When we're talking about the health of our body, when we're talking about the health of our body and the health of our mind, we, we can look at the science to know that when we get into a low vibration state, when our beliefs about ourselves are low, lack of self-esteem, lack of self-confidence, procrastination, frustration, anger, when we get ourselves into a place of low uh, expectation and low vibration, our whole life reflects lowness. It reflects down and our health, mental, physical, and emotional becomes the direct reciprocate, excuse me, reciprocant. Oh, no. Recipients. Sorry, I don't know why I can't talk this morning. Recipients of our low expectations. So, you know, I, I pride myself on being transparent to you because I want you to live bliss. Like I want every person in the sound of my voice to look around their lives every day and go, I did this, like, this is amazing. And not I did this because it's terrible, but I did this and this is amazing. My life is filled with bliss. It is filled with areas where I am rocking it. It feels, it's filled with places every day where I just breathe it all in because I am living this life and it feels absolutely fantastic. That's my goal. So if you're within the sound of my voice and you're already there, drop me an emoji, hit me, uh, drop me a comment saying, I got you, I'm there. But if you're not, my goal is to help you get there. My goal is to help us all stay there, not just get there, but stay there and live there as often as we can, because it's much better to live in a state of high expectation vibration than the low. Okay, so back to what I was talking about. Believe. Our beliefs. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about this concept that if we just believe ourselves into something we can achieve it. This is the popular version of the law of attraction. And by the way, I am a huge law of attraction person um, because I understand the science behind neuroplasticity and meditation and core belief systems. But the popular version of law of attraction tends to just stop with this idea that if you just say affirmations and mantras all day long, that you're going to achieve these phenomenal results. And because we have low expectations that that's actually true, comes back around, right? Because we have a low expectation that that's actually true, then we tend to say, well, I tried it for a couple of days and nothing happened. And that's because we don't, we, we don't take the equation, which is you can do the mantras, which you need to do at least seven times a day, by the way, you can do the mantras and do the affirmations, but you also have to calibrate your beliefs system. And you also have to feed your visualization parameters, which will then lead to your brain looking for new pathways to get to the intentions that you have set, which will lead you to actions because nothing happens without you taking action. You may not know exactly which action, but you will intentionally set a path and your brain will find actions to complete that intention. So when we talk about low expectations, what we say to the brain is, I don't have any real expectation that this is going to work. And the brain goes, okay, well, then this is not going to work. So let me go towards things that support that this is not going to work. And then we go, well, I've been doing this for a month and I've, I've lost like two pounds. And this other person's been doing this for like three weeks and they've lost 10 pounds. 
and and this is where belief comes in. Your brain cannot split into two things. So it has to make this decision. Either you believe that you're going to do this thing or you believe this thing does not work. And whichever one of those beliefs is the strongest is the one that you're going to act on. So if you believe that this thing can, can do this in 10 days, then it's going to do it in 10 days because you're going to act like it's going to happen because you're going to do the things that you need to do because your body and your brain are in sync. But when you say, oh, I believe it's going to do it, but it literally, but literally underneath that, you're really saying, but I don't really think it's going to work. I think it could work, but I don't really think it's going to work. Your brain's like, well, which one do you want me to focus on? That it, that it could work or that it's not going to work? Well, what do we know about negative energy? A negative thought is way more powerful than a positive one. Way more powerful. How can we know this because you can be having the best day of your life and someone can inject a poisonous thought into your day and your entire day goes downhill. Everything about that day could be fantastic. You could be clicking on all cylinders. You look great. You feel great. Money's in the bank. Food's on the table. Kids are happy. Significant other is, is killing it or you're single and dating and mingling. Like everything can be going great. Someone calls you on the phone drops a bomb into your world and you feel like hell for the rest of the day. So we understand the power of negativity to derail us. So when the brain has to decide between, I believe this could be a thing or, well, it could be a thing, but really it's probably not. So uh, the brain's going to go, okay, so really it's probably not great. Let me just shoot that way. Let me just shoot all our actions or inactions this way because then what happens okay so it's really not going to happen so I know I should drink three gallons of water I'm just going to drink one I know that I should say my affirmations every morning at the same time but you know what I'm just gonna uh I'm gonna tuck it in in the car or when I get off out I you know what I'll do it when I'm brushing my teeth or maybe I'll do it over dinner so you see that schedule never really happens uh, you know what I know that I you know to really achieve this thing I should probably I don't know meditate 10, 15 minutes a day. Yeah, but that's such a long time. And, and maybe I can just meditate in the shower or maybe I can just, you know what? I'm not really a meditator. So I'm probably not going to do that. Um, and I know this person over there said the quickest and most effective way to achieve results is to consistently, if we're talking about emotional health, consistently journal or talk it out or get a therapist because we need to, to take care of our mental health. You know what? I can just talk to my girlfriend. Or I'm, you know what, I'm, I'm not the kind of person who likes to talk. I'm introverted. I don't like to talk to people. Okay, so the brain has to decide which path to take. And when we decide because of our low expectations about success, when we decide to go with the, well, this could, it could work, but probably not. And we decide on the probably not. The brain goes that way. And then we, we wail and lament about how our life is not turning out the way that we want it to. We talk about how hard things are. We discuss over and over and over again, how this works for some people, but these are my circumstances and I can't do anything about them. Or we say things like, you know what, this is, this is really, I'm really happy down here in low expectation land. I'm good. I'm good because I'm going to say this and somebody's going to get real upset and that's okay. But, um, I have a love, I've had, excuse me, I've had a love-hate relationship with my body for years, but, and I love it way more than I hate it. Trust and believe that. Um, but at various points in time, people have said things to me about my body. And because they're people that I care about, I internalized the, the idea that my body needed to look different. And so I have done any number of things to lose weight, to, to look, to, to get the body to a place where I believed that I should be. 
until I decided that and this or this and, and raised my expectation that my body could be healthy, period. It could be healthy and I could love it in that health. And then it will settle into whatever weight is happy. Until I got there, nothing ever happened with my body. And I will tell you that my low expectations led me to a series of non-behaviors that in ultimately began to impact my health. And because the impacts to my health were my wake-up call, I had to look around and go, okay, I can keep living in the low expectation that I just can't really, I'm not the kind of person who can lose weight or look like this or that. And I can be mad about it because that's the other piece I'm going to get to. I can be mad about it or I can look over here and give my brain the understanding that I can be healthy right here, right now in this body. This body is healthy. This body is strong and this body has every ability to do whatever I want it to do. And I love that. Now, by shifting that focus, guess who drinks three gallons of water a day? I do. Darn close. And... Guess who cut out salty foods? I did. Because why? Because I didn't want to be swollen because salt tends to make me bloat. <laughs> and I could keep bloating or I could not. Like that was a decision. It's a choice. But it only becomes a choice if I have a higher expectation for my body, if I have a higher expectation for my life. Well, it's hard to be active when your body's bloated, right? And, you know, it, it just is for me. It's hard to be it's hard to be active and happy if you believe in your spirit that you don't really want that and you don't like it. And this leads me to my next point. And that is wherever you are, you got to decide that's where you want to be or you have to do something about it. Low expectations lulls us into the belief that we can't do anything about it. So we just we just figure this is the rat race that we're in and we're going to stay there. But part of what also happens with low expectations is that we decide to check out of being ultimately the narrator of our existence. There are so many women who look just like me. And by the way, I am five feet tall. I'm not going to tell you my weight because it's none of your business, but I'm a plus size woman. I am five feet tall, cute short hair, pretty brown eyes, beautiful chocolate skin. I'm happy with how I look. I've always been pretty happy with how I look. Not but when it comes to how I look to me, I love how I look. There are a lot of women who love how they look at whatever place they are in. If you love that, it is reflected, right? That reflection comes out. When you have that, it comes out. What I see too often is so many women who don't love where they are. And so they want to tell you how much they don't love where they are. They could lose a little weight. They could nip here. They could, they could do any number of things. They could, but they're not going to because they don't really want to take any actions to not get where they want. And so the danger of low expectations is that you, be, you begin to believe your own BS. You begin to believe your own BS. And you begin to decide that the best way to continue to live is to find people who support that. And once you decide that you're no longer going to live in your low expectations, then you have to find people who say, yeah, you know what? Let's go for a walk and have that talk. Let's go for a walk and have that talk. Or you can talk to me until the cows come home, but I am not a licensed therapist. And it sounds to me like what you really need is someone to help you process through some things that have been holding you down. Because that is what happens when you start saying, I want to be healthy on all levels. And I don't want to live my life with the lowest expected denominator coming into fruition. Now, I like to keep these things at 30 minutes and we're getting close to time. But I want to say 
a couple more things about this before I let you go, before I let you go this morning. And hopefully you found something good. You found some nuggets in here that will help you as you're navigating through your happy day today. But what I want to talk about just briefly is this idea of possible versus impossible. And the bonus episode for today, which I'll, which will come out, or excuse me, the bonus episode for this week, excuse me, not for the day, for this week, I'm going to dig even more down into how exactly we, we, use intention to either give us our best life, give us our bliss life, or how we use intentions to sabotage our our lives every single day. That's on Wednesday. So stay tuned subscribers. Okay, so wrapping it up today, let's talk about the possible versus the impossible. Because when we talk about being happy and instantly changing your life, what changes is your belief in possibility and your belief that you actually have an empowered possibility to do the thing that you want to do. Let's say, let's let's say it's it's about your financial health. Um, Finance Fridays, we talk about money, but let's talk about your let's it's, let's say for this example that you really want to achieve a certain financial level of exp- of of living, and your belief is that it's impossible for someone like you. You didn't go to high school, or you didn't graduate from college, or you have three kids, you have no kids, but you don't have any skills or expectations. And so you have this idea that what you want to achieve financially is literally impossible. What that does scientifically to the body is it fires the fear system every time money comes up. And because it fires the fear system every time money comes up, the body's going to try to find a way to compensate and calm itself down from being constantly afraid around money. And chances are it's going to look for something of comfort. And that comfort can be in the form of food. It can be in the form of of retail therapy. A lot of retail therapy, people who use, a lot of people who use retail therapy are deathly afraid of being poor. They are deathly afraid of being poor. They are and I'm not talking about people with money because that it happens with people with money too. But I am just talking about the fact that rich or poor when people get obsessive about retail therapy, generally speaking, there's an underlying feeling of scarcity that they're running from. That does not mean that people who uh, who live in affluence are all running from the feeling of, of scarcity. But if you listen to interviews of people who are affluent, who have who've made a lot of money, you will hear the echoes of having been poor. And so that feeling of scarcity, that firing of the amygdala that, that forces you to say, okay, I can't, I, I feel like I can't do anything about this fear that I have that I'm going to be poor. And so I'm going to engage in behaviors because it feels impossible to me that I could ever not be poor. Now, the difference is that people who uh, achieve their wealth or achieve their financial security tend to have a way of mitigating that firing of the fear in the amygdala. They have processes. They may have gone through therapy, but they have figured out a way to get the amygdala to calm down without needing to resort to destructive behaviors. And part of that is the belief somewhere in their being that it's actually possible to be financially secure, that it actually is possible. It may feel impossible on some level, but at the levels that matter where the brain fires and the amygdala and the frontal cortex engage to give you a plan, a path of action, and people who believe it's possible, the amygdala may still fire, but they have things in place that allow them to go, okay, yes, we're afraid, but we can do this. 
we can do this, which gets, like I said, it gets the frontal cortex in, engaged. It gets the amygdala calmed down. It allows the brain to focus on the yes instead of the no. And all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, to it's all of a sudden to those of us on the outside looking in, but in their lives, little by little, a little becomes a lot and a lot becomes more. And then all, and then all of a sudden we see them explode, but all they've done is said one step in front of the other, I can do this. I can do this. And I believe that I can. And they raise their expectations and the, and they raise the vibration back to law of attraction and they raise their vibration. And then things begin to change. Sometimes it feels like that in an instant. And sometimes it feels like that takes forever. But either way, I don't know a successful person who doesn't figure out that connection between the frontal cortex, firing of the fear in the amygdala, and raising the bar on their expectations so that they actually are going towards something instead of constantly running away. That's it for today. I really hope that you found something valuable in this episode. Um, Again, thank you, thank you, thank you for all of our listeners. I'm really trying to grow the Bliss Report. So subscribe and please share, leave a rating or review on whatever podcast or streaming service you listen, you listen to us on, whether that's, now I can say it, Amazon Music, Audible, Spotify, Anchor, um, Google Play, or Apple Podcasts. Wherever you listen, please leave us a star rating and a review so that we can grow ourselves and we can bring you more content. This has been Dr. Sashin. I really hope you have a fantastic Monday and we will see you tomorrow on the Bliss Report. Bye now.